Welcome to another LinkedIn Live with Well Workplaces. And today, I have the absolute pleasure of speaking with the CEO of Pummel, Damien King. Can I call you Damo? Hey, How are you going? Yeah, I'm going great, mate. Uh, thanks very much for having me. It's great to be on Well Workplaces. Oh, thanks, mate. That's really nice to chat. We've we've known each other for a little while, probably a year, and I've been really pleased with, I suppose, how we've worked together and also been super interested in the Pummel platform and what you've been able to achieve in such a short time. What The real purpose of today and doing this live and also by sharing the content at a later date is to really, I suppose, share the Pummel story and also to introduce what you do um, with Pummel, but also your general background as our CTO across a number of companies by the looks of it. Yeah, Damien, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, mate? What's your background and how have you ended up basically in doing getting into corporate wellness? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not in wellness. And my background's engineering and technology. So yeah, started out many years ago developing websites and then eventually into app development. And interestingly, I spent about 10 years in a large corporate Virgin Media in the UK and actually spent a lot of time in video and mobile and things like that. Yeah, definitely not health and, and wellness, but I suppose my story gathers momentum when we start talking about startups. So I'm a startup founder and uh, yeah, I love obviously that hustling. And my first startup that I did officially was in the UK. And that's where I suppose my fitness started to kick off. So yeah, ultimately I was quite young and pretty healthy at the time, but working a full day job, quite high pressure. And then obviously coming home and coding to late in the night, drinking Red Bull Jägermeisters and things like that is fine for the first 12 months. But then yeah, two years in of doing both, I started to see my sort of health degradate. And that's, I suppose, been my first connection with health and well-being and it was at that time when I had high visceral fat skinny fat man yep um, that I started to think about health and well-being a little bit more taking it more seriously and I always wanted to circle back to the idea of the platform that we'll get to I suppose definitely engineering background a lot of IT innovative stuff but um, due to my journey it led me to, to health and well-being yeah, what a story. I didn't know that. That's awesome. So you were literally coding through the night, drinking Red Bull, Diet Coke, etc., just to stay awake and get things done, I'm assuming. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that's bloody yeah, that's a great story. And often with I find as well with health and well being and people that are getting into it or start to get into the space, they normally do have a personal connection to health and well-being whether it's their own story or somebody else's yeah really great thanks for sharing your personal story there mate what does well-being mean to you damien yeah it to me it's obviously um got to do with your general sort of feeling overall so it's obviously not one particular thing there's obviously the physical health and the mental health but yeah i really relate it back to having everything in its own place and being having that strong support structure and to me it's i suppose similar to contentment where if you gain that security level of, there's a certain level, a little bit of financial security, you get to a certain level. And then above that, if you can find contentment, then that's really what well-being is. So it's important, I think, as a founder to keep physically and mentally healthy because you're just constantly getting pulled uh, in different directions. Uh, you're always short on time. And so, yeah, it's something you've got to constantly put into 
uh, practice. And I suppose this company that we'll talk about is one of the reasons why I think it's going to be so important today, not only for founders, but for all people working for large or small organizations that are just simply so busy at the moment. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's great, mate. You've covered it, covered it up that off nicely and it is, it is a holistic meaning and, and the way you've described it there make, makes a lot of sense. I'd love you to talk about Pummel and is that how you would say the name? What do the letters stand for? Does it have a hidden meaning? I'm wondering. Yeah, it's actually an acronym. So it's uh, P-U-M-L and our Europeans say Pumel, which I quite like, but our Aussies tend to say Pummel. But it stands yeah. for okay. yep. units and movement levels. So our platform obviously gamifies corporate wellbeing and we'll talk about what it does a little bit later, but the underlying purpose of that acronym has got to do with your data. So personal units are units of data that you've supplied through us to us. So that could be going for a walk. It could be your daily steps. It could be your heart rate. And then the movement levels are like the intensity level of that particular movement. So one of our objectives, which is not necessarily the core objective right now, but one of our objectives is every single person should own their own data, not someone else. Your health data is your most valuable data and you should have full control over it. And you should also potentially earn revenue for that data. So data is a big part of our platform in the future on our roadmap, where we're looking at using AI and machine learning for predictive diagnosis of lifestyle diseases, where you could walk into your clinician and be able to show your digital health record that has a huge apparel of health data over the last five years. And that data is super valuable to you as someone trying to be healthy, but also to insurance companies and other companies that you might want to sell it to. Anyway, that's the name, PUML, Better Health. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I didn't know that. I love the European um, version of that too. It's, it sounds so much less bogan than pummel as I, as I put it to you there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Damien. So going back to Pummel and the concept and the idea and the gamification of the whole concept, where did that idea come from for you? Yeah, there's a few parts to that, I suppose. So back to that original fitness journey, I suppose what sort of got me out of that situation was the first time I used a personal trainer and I started tracking my own data as PTs do in pretty rudimentary way. So I found motivation in the tracking and the movement of data. So I wanted to circle around back to that. But then there's also like this huge interest around gamifying things and gamification. And uh, we did a, I suppose, worked a little bit with a couple of universities. So we did two accelerators, one with University of Queensland and one with New York University. And uh, we also did some research with behavioral scientists around creating trigger points and things like that. And ultimately what we took away was like, everyone needs to be motivated themselves. We know that, but you can apply pressures to that. The best pressures probably your necks and kin, so your family, they can create a lot of pressure. It can be your social um, surroundings, uh, obviously uh, friends, and then you would say your employees. So fellow employees can also create that social pressure. The other thing is recognition. So when you achieve something, back to that tracking element, that's obviously a great way to help to improve those trigger points and get you more motivated. 
And then the incentivization piece is a huge play as well. So you bring in incentivization, whether or not that's like a physical reward or we have our own rewards token, which is really exciting as well that we can go into. And then finally purpose. So when you bring in purpose and you integrate with the charity as well, then these four mechanisms work so well together. And ultimately that's what our entire platform has been built around those mechanisms to make sure you can engage staff physically, socially, and mentally, and get them more, I suppose, active and engaged than our incumbents or older products that don't use technology and innovation like we do. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Gamification is a word that gets thrown around actually a lot, doesn't it? And I think the way you described it there makes a lot of sense. You've called it pressures. I think I've previously heard it as like behavioral nudges or nudging people in the right uh, direction to to achieve a healthy behavior and the other point you mentioned which was really good was whether that's your partner being a supportive person or somebody who actually helped you push your own fitness journey along I suppose in a workplace it's really your colleagues as well or having there's a lot of stuff a lot of research that go, has gone into workplaces and having a best friend at work is probably one of the best things for employee engagement so having someone that you you really connect with really keeps you there so if you imagine that best friend starts working out and or starts doing maybe a pummel challenge of some sort it's clearly going to link in with having that ripple effect to that that person and then that will also create further knock-on effects through the team the organization and then maybe even the families as well when they go home so yeah really cool design mate and i love the uh the charity part as well is that something that you found was probably the most important aspect out of the whole thing if you were to pick sort of one design element which one would it be yeah i think the incentivization piece is quite interesting so we've created our own equivalent to a loyalty reward but it's not just a coin it's a coin that can also be taken outside our ecosystem and be shared with friends and family as a cryptocurrency as well so the people who use it uh, within the app it's just like a loyalty reward but it can also be taken out and used on other healthy fitness products and services and i think our application is quite different in the fact that we have corporate challenges so you are getting your friends at work competing with you we have a lot of social in there so you can give affirmations to each other you can send messages etc but you can also invite your family and so you can also have a separate challenge with mum and dad or with your wider family or your other friends as well and so that was really important to us to say let's not just do a corporate thing we are going back to the wider picture is we believe every person is an athlete and that they should be sponsored to be healthy and so when we were looking working with uq and whatever we we're thinking down a sport angle of how do athletes perform so well and that's because they're so focused because other people are paying for a lot of the support they're getting so how do we bring that through to your average person and your gym could sponsor you by basically rewarding you for creating a healthy habit, um, doing it three times a week instead of two. Your employer obviously is the most purposeful sponsor and has a, a mutual reward in helping you be healthier and better at work. And also, we can also have brands that sponsor you or even a local council could sponsor you to walk to work. And we've seen that in countries like Singapore, um, where they're actually giving away wearables like Fitbits to the general population, and they're trying to get people to walk more to work and things like that. So 
in an ideal world, you could be sponsored by multiple people. And so I think that's like a key element to our platform, that it's not just your employee. Our lives are so mixed between work and home that it needed to really achieve both things. And if you were to leave that employer, you obviously get to keep your wallet. Uh, with the hard earned coins that you've got your next employee you can have multiple challenges on at once and so this is like our secret sauce i suppose that no one else has yeah wow yeah that's really cool mate and the public health aspect as well that you mentioned i've got a there's a thing that i've seen which was overseas i can't remember i think it was maybe in might have been in mexico they've got a bit of an obesity problem there as every country at the moment what they were doing was they were making people at the train station you had to do 10 squats to get a free train ride so it was so healthy behavior and then positive reinforcement a really basic example nothing techie about that really at all except for the fact that they're nudging it and i suppose you use the word the pressure to get them then doing the the physical activity to then get the reward of the free travel. What you've done, Pummel, is basically digitised that, incentivised that as well with Pummel Coin. It's that's what it's called, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's really quite motivational when you start to see that go up. And that there's lots of different elements to game theory. The leaderboards is obviously one thing, but often creating um, value in an app and stickiness is really good. We'll talk about it probably shortly. A traditional corporate step challenge might only take 30 or 40% of your staff because they're the people who enjoy those things and they get out quite a lot. So our platform says, let's not just reward those people. Let's try what we call micro challenges, which are smaller challenges and drinking water with some education material and why that's important. And then some tracking and then some rewards. So you can be earning uh, rewards on all types of challenges, not just your hardcore physical challenges. And we have a meditation challenge as well. So if you meditate for 30 days for 10 minutes a day, then you get that reward as well. And so as soon as that user uh, gets that token reward, then they create stickiness with the app. And like you said before, you're starting to get those dopamine triggers and things like that that start to make people create healthy habits and they have that reward element associated with doing something healthy and rewarding. Yeah, yeah, good point. I, I really like how you've got some challenges that aren't just physical. The, the point you mentioned there about the most engaged people are always the fitness freaks. And we actually as we did a pummel challenge at pinnacle health group utilizing your tech it was awesome we did it during probably the peak of lockdown in, in melbourne and we had everyone going also the our staff in in sydney and other parts but what we found like we should have seen the competitiveness in the team it was absolutely phenomenal but the people that were like going the hardest they were literally out doing up to thirty thousand. 20 to 30,000 steps a day. And there was a, these top two people that they're probably the fittest in the team and they're so competitive. It was hilarious. But what was really great from the team at Pummel is we did get a report to see how everything came together. And the person um, that made the biggest change was probably someone who would probably describe themselves as, you know, fairly inactive overall, especially compared to the rest of the team. And she had a, that person had a huge change in behavior and they actually continued with the challenges this is live feedback for you demo but like the, that particular person has kept those challenges going post challenge and we haven't done one we're definitely due to to kick it back in again with our team because we loved it so much but what i loved is the person the people that were the most active really went hard and they 
they absolutely frothed on it. They got the rewards as well, the pummel coins. But there was a few, I suppose, they would describe themselves as stragglers. They really picked up their activity level a notch. And then as soon as the challenge was gone, they actually just kept their, kept it going. So in some ways, your challenge, which at that point was just like a main thing, was the step challenge. It's really progressed for that particular person. I, I keep asking her how she's going because she's just doing so well. Whatever's working in the app, I think it's the competitiveness has got something's really lit a fire under her and she's really having a good crack, enjoying all the different challenges. Pretty good example, I thought. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And I think that's the beauty of having those those external ones, which is we've brought brands in and that's another area that the brands like Foot Locker has come on and, and they're doing a challenge between Singapore and Hong Kong is walk 600,000 steps. You can get a Foot Locker gift card, which you can redeem with your pummel points or coins. Yeah, the more of those things we bring in, we're obviously quite early still. We only launched last year, but things are growing really fast. And yeah, I believe that people will, be much more likely to stick to it if they, once they download the app, they experience something, they generate some stickiness with getting these coins. And ultimately this is going to help them start a, a great journey. They haven't already started it. And if they have need that motivation every so often to get you back on track again, which the app does as well. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. So Damien, in the current form, Pummel has multiple challenges and all the features that you've talked about there. As you look ahead, you mentioned a roadmap earlier, and I noticed on your social media as well that you've just reached a certain number of users, which I'm assuming is quite a good milestone. How many users was that? Yeah, so we had a huge growth in the start of this year, and that's basically because our consumer app went a little bit viral in Asia. But yeah, we hit over 100,000 users um, last month which is wow. a nice sort of number to, to get on. And yeah, we've had to slow that down because of, yeah, trying to scale it and provide enough uh, support for those users. But yeah, we believe this, because it is a consumer-based app as well as like a uh, corporate wellbeing app that it can just keep on growing and growing. So yeah, we have a lot of things to do. One of those things that we're thinking about is obviously constantly bringing in more challenges and working with companies around those challenges. So. The meditation one is probably the first one that was a direct feedback around mental well-being. But another one which a few people have tried and we're integrating this at the moment is just like that daily check-in. So you can give yourself a rating on mood and how you're feeling. And obviously we can correlate that over time. We do have a psychologist who's helping us track some of that stuff so that you could put some trigger points in there, which is if you're feeling, if you're marking yourself down for a certain number of days, do you start to pose some interesting behavioral science questions of does this always happen to you or what's going on? So that's one that we're working on at the moment, which we believe will be really valuable for people themselves just to track their mood for So the challenge again would be tracking your mood for 30 days, but if they stick to it and if we apply a reward to it, so you get one coin every time you do it, then we can incentivize that behavior and people can get in the habit of reporting on their actual mental health as well as having all this amazing health data around their physical health as well. And what that does is we never supply any of that data to the company. All of that data remains the data of our users, which is great, but we do supply trend data. So you can see like within a workforce, you know, 
what people's uh, general health is and their well-being. We have surveys throughout the app and at the start of the end, and that's where I think you were talking before, Tom, about some of that feedback. It's not just the leaderboards and the steps, but we also can report on stress levels, on how people are feeling, if they're improving their health, if they're getting worse. And each new challenge that we add will have new metrics that we can bring in and make that data more richer to the employer to see are the benefits that they're providing working? Can they incentivize, et cetera? One of those gym check-in ones is a good example that can be used just with a QR code. And we're talking with a company to integrate with something like Parkrun. All it requires is a geolocation that's ring-fenced and a QR code. So then you can incentivize people going to Parkrun. When we get our boot camps running for companies again, you could give the boot camp instructor a QR code so you can incentivize that as well. So all of this data will be hopefully bring together and where a HR person maybe used four or five systems in the past, they can just use our platform and get this really rich data and be able to report back to show the improvement that the team is having. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's, you keep saying how the, the data is owned by that individual. And that's a huge, I suppose, key point of difference, especially in the world that we're in at the moment. And also how the workplace has changed so much people are working from anywhere effectively or at least if they are coming to the office it's only really three times a week maximum this is our sort of our real niche i suppose how do you see pummel progressing or evolving over the next little while and do you, do you feel like in corporate wellness the mental health aspect is the main trend or what are you seeing or what do you predict to occur in our little sort of niche over the next year or so yeah, obviously I'm very bullish about technology. So I strongly believe that technology has to jump in and solve some of these issues we're having. It's obviously causing a lot of the issues as we know as well. So it's that fine balancing can seem a little bit hypocritical at times, but if we use technology in a way that's uh, useful, we can actually create better outcomes for people. So first of all, I think data will get richer. So when we were at one of the events in New York, we saw wearable or smart apparel becoming a big thing for sports athletes but very soon you could be putting your kids in smart clothing it's not that far away which does real-time ECG measurements and things like that so I think we're just around the corner from getting more and more medical grade real data and so that data play is becoming more and more important in like the workplace and then again like I said around that ownership of employees they should own it they should control it they shouldn't be told what to do with it etc so again moving away from a corporate sort of enforcing things on but trying to move towards a, a decentralized manner where people own and control their own uh, data and their own I suppose well-being as well in that sense as well so the tech is definitely quite interesting I think there'll be a lot more strength in that as we go up and we use predictive diagnosis and machine learning and running over on that type of thing but obviously right now when we look around we're seeing lots of trends we've we're seeing internet should be increasing although tom yours isn't today we're about to bring in 5g we've got our kids starting to use things like ar and uh, vr these things will become more mainstream people will, will move less the sedentary lifestyle is obviously becoming even stronger through COVID, the loneliness uh, epidemic as well, people being isolated. So can we use technology to engage people to, to bring back those conversations that you're not having is obviously an important place. And then can we create challenges that are having an impact on mental health? And we're so early that we don't know. We don't really know the outcome of doing a meditation challenge, but education is a big piece and at least using our platform you can give exposure to people about 
what meditations, you know, what some mantra, a mantra might work for one person or like some sort of affirmation thing, but it might not for another. So we're really excited about putting some of these things out into the ecosystem and seeing how it responds and the effectiveness that each one has. But yeah, using technology to solve it is definitely the angle that we're coming from. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense, mate. And technology, I suppose, what it does do is provides accessibility to to things. We've done on our in our business, we've done a lot of online activity. Previously, very much service provider business or bricks and mortar with clinics and lots of uh, clinical staff. So we obviously had to reinvent ourselves using various online modalities. And one of those was simply getting our practitioners teaching online classes one thing that seems like it's absolutely nothing and the kind of the practicality of getting on zoom and doing a fitness class on there seems really basic however what we've had is some strong feedback from our clients that prior to having the opportunity to dial into a class where they couldn't see their colleagues it was just from their perspective it was just them and the instructor they felt like it was a great experience because it felt like it was one-on-one and it was uh, private as well in some ways and so we've had examples where clients have online or seen our instructors or practitioners online through COVID and through the corporate wellness programs. And then that's nudged them into actually eventually coming in to see us on site to then see that practitioner and join a group because they've built confidence. And I suppose the point of that story is because technology actually solved that problem for that person, which was inactive, maybe scared to go to the gym or fearful or whatever it might be easy access, got it done and has built some capacity and confidence through that journey. So your solution is way better than that, but you're using technology to, to create like an ex- accessible meditation, trialing meditation as a challenge. That's really cool because most blokes, especially they're like meditation. I'm not doing that. That's just too weird or it's too alternative. I'm a bloke, whatever. Being able to do that through maybe a company sponsored thing, or even if you, you found it as a consumer on an app or whatever, giving it a crack. You don't have to tell anyone. It's just you and the challenge and then you're getting prompt along the way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that story resonates with us because that is the idea of helping to improve the engagement levels. So like I said before, you might get 30, 40% with your traditional step challenge, but you're missing out on 60%. So can you do a whole foods challenge, which people can feel comfortable about where they work through themselves, they achieve that. But as soon as they've got their goal, they've got their coin, they might be more likely then to come back and do a step challenge or a more physical challenge in the future. So yeah, I think that's really exciting. And it's, as you said before, it's trying to engage the people that wouldn't normally be engaged with some of these things using technology. Ours is all in the apps. You don't have to download another app. You can do the meditation challenge in there. It doesn't have any weird sort of stuff in there. One thing we do have, which is quite cool as well, is every challenge can now have its own video. So we just had a company launch last month and the CEO recorded a video so he can talk about why they're doing the challenge, what it means to them, the purpose of the charity, etc. That's really useful as well. So it's not just the challenge. You're also getting that education piece, which can be really bespoke to your business and what's important to your goals, etc. as well as informational talking about on the sleep challenge, why it is actually important to, to get REM sleep as opposed to just standard sleep and things like that. Yeah, Damien, it's great. It's a really great story of, of Pummel and especially your experience across founding so many different you know, businesses. This one's got so much, so much potential, so many legs, I suppose. And it's been great chatting with you today and learning your story about your health and well-being. You start up grinding away and going maybe too hard, too fast, and then 
getting your health and well-being sorted and then creating this mate it's such an amazing app so much to it as well so really thanks so much for explaining how it all works Damo if someone wanted to get in touch with you regards to you know pummel or to hear more about your story what's the best place to go to to reach out yeah, you can get us on most of the socials, so LinkedIn, I'm pretty accessible there, Twitter, obviously on our website, which is just puml.io. It's a, a nice four-letter domain, which is another good one for having a name like PUML. <laughs> I love it. Thanks so much, mate. I'm really looking forward to reaching out to you guys again to set up our next challenge. But I'd highly recommend that if anyone who wants to, from the workplace perspective, wants to get in touch with Pummel to tee up a corporate challenge, get involved, get in touch with the team at Pummel. Thanks, Damien. Cheers, mate. No worries. Thanks for having me, Tom. It was great to chat.